Welcome to the Soloist Podcast. It's your boy Jones, aka Solo TV84. Today we're gonna talk about a topic that I've addressed numerous times, right? The topic of why you don't have friends or fake friends or why you don't fit in. You know what I mean? I've I've t- covered this topic many, many times. So have many other YouTubers, right? I'm not going to say I'm the first. I know that spiritual so salute to him. He covered this a couple years ago. And his video went kind of viral. He's almost got 3 million views. But this is a topic I'm very familiar with. The topic of wanting to be validated by friends, a group of friends and stuff like that, right? And doing all types of stuff. So so I'm, I'm going to give you guys a couple stories, man. You know what I mean? So me personally, I've always been a social person. I've always been, you know, in in high school, I was the class clown. So like in high school, you know, the first couple of years, because I was in one high school, I was, I was, you know, I wasn't a cool kid. I was kind of considered corny and lame. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. You know, the funny part, though, in high school was that, you know, Girls still thought I was cute, but back in high school, bro, my gear wasn't fresh. You know, in high school, is a very superficial environment where you have young kids who judge each other by how cool they dress and stuff like that. So I remember chicks used to clown. Back in those days, if you had skinny jeans, you used to get clowned on. Now, skinny jeans is the wave. <laughs> Isn't it funny how old styles make, make a come around? And so in high school, I wasn't really popular the first two years. But then I moved to another town, and I kind of reinvented myself. And I was known as, like, being one of the funniest dudes, you know. And uh, I wasn't popular, but I wasn't a loser then either. I was just one of those dudes that I could fuck with the real popular people. They would fuck with me. And then I could fuck with the nerds, too. You know what I mean? I remember one time, cheerleaders pulling up in my house. It was like, they were like six deep. I mean, that's really nothing to brag about, because if you remember my high school, you know that the cheerleaders were typically the ugliest chicks, and, you know what I mean? But in high school, I kind of reinvented myself with my sense of humor and stuff like that, so I was cool with people, you know? But in high school, too, like, I didn't really, now to look back, my best friend at the time in high school, he lived in another city, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me give him an alias, bro. Let me give him an alias. Let, let's call him Harrison, you know. He lived in another city. So me and Harrison, we were cool. But we lived like 40 minutes away. And back then I wasn't driving. So 40 minutes is like an eternity. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward to college. Um, and then I became best friends with Capo. Now, Kapo was a kid, I've talked about him before in a few of my videos. We became, um, we used to work at Burger King together. And then, you know, we weren't really cool then. We were just, you know, we were cordial. And then um, when we went to college, we just became tight. We would hang out like every day. Every day to the point that, you know, he was like my brother, dude, like. We'd hang out so much. We play basketball. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we took one of the same classes. I don't think we did that. But we played basketball together. We would, you know, hang out with chicks together. So 
if he had a chick, she would try to get a friend. We all would kick it. Or if I had a chick, get a friend, we all kick it. You know, do double date shit. Now I mean, <laughs> you know, that got wild. And then we even lived together. And our relationship changed over time, of course. You know, but one thing I realized as you get older, your, your friendships change. Your social circle change. Like, if you asked me 10 years ago, the people that I was cool with, like, I'm going to be fucking honest, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm only maybe cool with actively talking to maybe three or four of those people. As you get older, you start to realize a lot of the people, you know, life just happens. And that's cool. You know, people, sometimes they tend to move. People sometimes, you know, people also change. Sometimes people change enough for the better. Sometimes you realize, yo, this person used to be cool, but then they, they get arrogant. This usually happens when people get, you know, a better job or degree or something sometimes. They, then all of a sudden they think they're above you, you know. But one of the things I always realized was that having a, a really deep, meaningful friendship, when I look back in the last five years, I really haven't had a lot of those. Like, yeah, there are people that I hang out with. And, you know, I chill with and, and do certain things with, you know, but <clears throat> even those f friendships, they're not really deep. I mean, some of the friendships may be deep sometimes or have their moments, but they're not. And one thing I realize about me is I have very high standards when it comes to friendships and relationships. That's why I don't get into just... Like, that's why I don't just make any chick my girlfriend, because there's a certain standard, a certain, you know, not just the baseline, but a certain, there's a certain criteria that you have to meet to, to be my friend or even my girlfriend, obviously. And a lot of people just don't meet that. And then sometimes you realize that a lot of people aren't worthy of being your friends, because a lot of people are selfish. A lot of people are only in it for what you can do for them. And I'm not here to play victim or anything like that. But I think that when you are a person like me, you know, I'm an Aquarius. You know, I like to see people happy. I, I'm very giving. I'm very loyal. When you're the type of person that, you know, you, you like to do for people, you just want some reciprocation. It doesn't have to be like, yo, I took you to dinner and now it's your turn. But it's just like genuine friendships are very important to me. And I think that anybody who's met me and has been around me, I'm not talking about just around once or twice, but if you've been really around me, you understand that I really value friendships. You know, there's been instances where I've taken my friends out to eat, um, instances where I've paid for certain things. You know what I'm saying? And I don't ask for nothing back except, you know, people to be loyal. But sometimes you realize, too, that at the end of the day, when you feel like, yo, I don't fit in or why don't I meet real people? It's because we live in an era now where people are selfish. People are very, very selfish and they don't care about anybody else but themselves. And so for me, one thing I've noticed is when I started, like, for example, YouTubing. Initially, I always say I didn't really tell anybody, right? I kind of did promote one of my videos, though, on Facebook early on. And I, you know, and kind of just did. And it was only like one buddy who was like, oh, OK, cool, this and that. A lot of people didn't really say anything. Right. 
And Facebook, and Facebook, I'm bringing up Facebook for a reason. Facebook was a kind of a goofy place because I remember one time there was a girl. I don't remember her name. It was just some girl that, you know, when I used to go out a lot, I would run into her and we just became like acquaintances. We weren't really friends. But I remember one time this chick, whatever, she would never like my pictures or comment. But I remember one time I ran into her at a, at a club or something. She's like, oh my God, how have you been? I see you doing this. And and she was like telling me everything that I, she's been seeing me do on Facebook. Which I just found so weird. Because, you know, he or she is watching my life and stuff like that. But it's like, we really never talked or kicked it like that. And you see that a lot on social media where people might see you how you living, but they, they don't reach out or nothing like that. And if you reach out to them, what they'll do then is they'll give you like a curve. And people do that a lot where I live in the Midwest. People are phony as shit in the Midwest. It kills me because how people are phony out here is very passive aggressive. You'll tell them, hey, let's hang out. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah let's hang out this day. And that day will come around and then they'll make up some phony excuse. People are really fake out here. And that drives me nuts. You know what I mean? Because... Being raised from in the East Coast a little bit and then living in the Midwest, I, I like to people to be like straight up. And people here are very wishy-washy in the Midwest because they want to play nice. So when you're very blunt, then people think you're aggressive or whatnot. But it's just like I'm not with the bullshit, you know. But the worst about the Facebook thing that kills me is when you are out and about and then somebody you know on Facebook would see you and then they wouldn't even say what's up or anything. That's the shit that I was like, yo, here you have a person. They, they say what's they'll like your picture on Facebook or even talk to you on Facebook, but then they see you in real life and don't say anything. That shit is weird. And I know what it is. I mean, let's be honest, but you realize over the years, right? Certain friendships like I had with Harrison and Koppel, they changed over time. Of course, you know, both of those guys are married now, by the way. But you realize that a lot of people are just not worth it. And it's sad because a lot of people are just selfish. And for me personally, I know the type of dude I am. I know I know what I bring to the table. And I used to get ups- upset when people used to um, try to play me or dog me out. You know what I'm saying? I had, for for example, I had one cat. We were supposed to go to Vegas a few years ago, right? And then he kept like playing these bullshit ass games where I would say, "Yo, let's meet here," and then he would switch the time. He wouldn't meet, and it's just like it was kind of like just a, like a flaky bitch. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep it real. It was like dealing with a female dog, where it was like just trying to set the time, and then it, it fell through. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, I remember a few years later, like he wanted to do business or something like that. And I was like, bro, like, why would I want to do business with you when we couldn't even get like a a situation of a vacation handle? Like, I don't want to do business with you because that, that was something that kept happening again and again with that person, you know? And so you, you realize at the end of the day that for me, I think what COVID has taught me is is that 
you have to learn how to be alone. You have to learn how to be alone and, and, and be in solitude. Meditate. I've been listening to a lot of ASMR, been meditating, reading the Bible. And the times I don't is very, very obvious. The times I don't is, is, is painful. That those are the times when, when stuff is painful. The times that I'm praying, reading the Bible, meditating has been very healthy for me. But the times I don't has been very, very um, painful. And then you start to think to yourself like, yo, you feel like an outsider. You know what I mean? And one of the reasons why it's so easy for me to do YouTube videos and be transparent is because I'm a person, I'm always reflective of myself. And I think my audience appreciates that, that I can talk about my shortcomings. Because a lot of these YouTubers come up, oh, I'm I'm super alpha male, and I bag all the baddest bitches, and I get the baddest hoes, yeah. You know, and then you find out these niggas are cupcaking behind the scenes, doing all types of tricking. You know what I'm saying? But for me personally, I think that when you're very self-aware, you can be, you you you, you got to be brutally honest with yourself. And one thing that I realize is, is that being the type of person that, I, I mean, friendships are healthy. Don't get me wrong. And it's good to have friends. And I'm not saying like, oh man, I'm, I'm this lonely guy. I don't have any. I mean, I got people here, but there's a difference between having a real friend and then a nigga that you are just friends with when y'all popping bottles or partying with. Like I said, I've done a lot for people. You know what I'm saying? I, I done paid for people to go on vacation with me. I done, you know, help people out for, like when things were tight. I remember one time I let this cat stay with me for like six months. And I, I, pay, I made him pay like 200 bucks a month for rent. Dirt cheap. Just so he could get back on his feet. And he was complaining like, oh, I wouldn't have charged you a thing. Motherfucker, you wouldn't have even let me live with you for six months. You got like six months, 200 bucks, bro. That's a fucking good deal. Because he had a job at the time and a nice car. But he just broke up with his girlfriend. So he was trying to get back on his feet. And six months, in my opinion, is more than enough. But then you realize he was taking advantage of it. When he was bringing his new chick in. And this chick was nasty. Like she had her hair all over the the freaking drain in the bathroom. And then I, I lost it one day when I saw a freaking condom. That had still the, whatchamacallit, inside of it. And I, 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 I cussed them out. And then I told them they got to get the fuck out of there. I, I was livid. Because to me, that's hella disrespectful. Hella disrespectful. And the worst part about it is, to me, there's no way the shit that I, this dude got away with, I would have gotten away with half the shit. But then you start to realize a lot of people are not worthy of being your friends. And... The need for that comes for different reasons. I mean, it's a healthy thing. Don't get me wrong. To be friends, right, with people and have those genuine friendships. But what I'm saying is in this era, it's so hard to make those connections because of the fact that a lot of people are only out for themselves. So you might do something for people and and you might be a genuine good friend, but when it's when it's time to ride... These people won't do for you. And to me, that says a lot. That says a lot. That's why I get so adamant about when people act a, a certain way that I've helped. 
because I've helped a lot. And, and, and my resume speaks for itself with all the niggas that I used to help with on YouTube. All my sons, right? All my little sons that all of a sudden, all of them have blown up. And then they all act funny style, you know? And and the the the, the resentment, and yeah, I'm gonna keep it real. The resentment comes from my past experiences from helping other people out. And then what happens is now if somebody wants my help, now the next person is going to have to pay. It's a fucked up situation, but what do you do? What do you do? Because at the end of the day, what's fucking me up is I would help somebody to get to a certain level. And then now all I'm asking for is like a small favor, like, yo, just shout me out on your channel or let's do an interview. And then all of a sudden they, they act brand new. And to me, then that lets me know that those people were like that to begin with. A lot of people are opportunists. A lot of people are fake, not just on YouTube, but in real life. And so when people then hear the resentment, it's not because I'm a hater. It's because you're dealing with foul people. You're dealing with people that are shysty. <laughs> a lot of these niggas are shysty and they know they shysty. And the thing that I that I see is like, eventually, if a person is fake, they, they'll always get exposed, bro. Because real people, you can't be, be claimed to be real, but you're living a lie. You can't pretend to be something that you're not because eventually he's going to get caught up with you. That's why I laugh when, when these cats get exposed for, you know, preaching a certain lifestyle, but they don't live the lifestyle that they preaching. Niggas talking all this, yo, man, we, we, we red pill for real, but they ain't really red pill. That's just an example. You know what I mean? So for me personally, um, one of the things is like, also I think that when I look at friends, I always, always look at certain things too that I'm not trying to sound like I'm unique or an outsider, but there's certain things that you require of people in a real friendship. And being older, where I, I'm, I'm at right now, I'm more focused, bro. So that's why when, for, for me personally, when people come back in my life that I hadn't talked to in two, three years, and they still think, oh, we're friends. I'm like, nigga, we're, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not friends, bro. But it didn't end badly. Like, people think that you, you could just stop talking to somebody for five, six years or three years, and all of a sudden come back in their life and tell them what to do. I'm like, Psh! nigga, you must be tripping. Like, I've had situations like that when niggas came out the woodwork when I started YouTubing that I hadn't talked to in two years. All of a sudden, they trying to be all buddy-buddy. I'm like, nah, nigga, we, we, we're not friends, bro. Like, we're not. like, And that, to me, is delusional. Now, are there certain situations where you're friends with people and y'all stop talking and, you know, but you, you, you guys are still friends even though you hadn't talked in a while? Sure. Sure, but... Here's my thing. If we're really friends, you know how to get a hold of me. You feel me? You know how to get a hold of me, and we ride together. And at the end of the day, one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is when you're on, on, the, on the, the road to success, when you're on your purpose, right, one thing you'll, 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 you'll realize is, is that if you have people that don't support you, that don't ride with you, then those are not your friends, dog. Like, let me give you an example. 
I remember I used to kick it with this one cat. Um, let's call him, let's call him Slick. Okay. Long story short, me and Slick, we would always go to Uptown, you know, Uptown together. We'd have some drinks, whatever. Sometimes we would go out to eat. We used to go to Chino Latinos a lot to watch the game, stuff like that. Right. And Slick was like a, he was like a, a marketing uh, designer type. I don't know the exact w- word, but he would, you know, what he does is he, he does marketing campaigns for companies like logos and, you know, designs and stuff. So when I wanted to do like a, a new design for the channel, I was like, yo, since I already have a homie who does it and he does it as a, you know, a freelancer contractor, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna give the business to him, you know? And I remember talking to him and we were just going over ideas, but I don't think he, he, I don't think he, he was serious. I thought he, cause from, from, from the vibe I was getting from him, he thought I was joking, you know? And that's another thing that I realize is when you're dealing with people that they're not on the same wavelength as you, they're not going to understand your purpose. So what I mean by that is even though he was a creative like myself, he didn't understand the YouTube thing. A lot of people don't. That's why this shit is comical to me because like where I live, a lot of people here are very small minded. They don't, they don't understand it at all. They, you, you, you can talk to somebody about it. Even if I talk to like a videographer or a photographer, they don't, they don't really get it because it's just not a really big market out here. And a lot of people out here are just, you know, they're in their own little bubble. I mean, that's for most people, right? But out here, especially, especially with the, the winters, because a lot of people isolate to themselves. It's very cliquish, but it's kind of like telling people, yeah, YouTube. Oh, okay. What do you talk about? Well, you know, I talk about self-improvement, talk about cryptocurrency. I talk about the modern dating market. You know, when you start talking about it, some people think, oh, la, la, la. And then some people might not get it until you start showing them the numbers that you're doing. And they're like, oh my gosh, you have a, you actually have a little bit of a following. Yeah, I, yeah, I do, motherfucker. I've been doing this for a minute. You know, but back to the story of Slick. So I was telling him like, yo, we should do this, right? Because Slick was complaining to me that he had clients that weren't paying him on time. And I said, bro, that's not going to be a problem. I'll pay you. You know, I mean, at that time, you know, I was making a bit of money on YouTube, but not a lot. But, you know, enough where I could put something down. And, you know, the conversation kept you know, came up again. And I started to realize that he didn't think I was serious. And I remember one time when my channel was about to blow up in 2018. I remember this. I was like, bro, I have something really special here. Blah, blah, blah. I remember I told him, it's like, I, I, I think I'm about to blow up and I really need you. I really need you by my side. Like, let's do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, man. I got you. I got you. But, it, it, but when I was talking to him, I could just tell in his eyes that he, um, he wasn't with it. He wasn't with it. And so I stopped fucking with Slick, right? And then after I stopped fucking with him, my channel, I went on an epic run. I had the best, wait, let me, from June of 2008 to February of 2019, so about eight months, where I was getting crazy views. The most views I ever got made the most money in a short span on YouTube I I ever made, right? And I cut him off. And guess what? The design, the stuff like that, that I wanted him to do, 
I gave that business to somebody else. And that person that I gave it to, his name is Sketch and Sound. Now, when Sketch and Sound reached out to me, he was a nobody. That's a fact, right? And then um, look at Sketch and Sound now. He's got over 100,000 subscribers, facts. Now, I'm not going to say I'm the one who put him on, but, you know, Sketch and Sound, I did launch. When you look at my videos, two of them, he did his first, like, two of my videos, those anime sketch videos, those are other ones on my channel. And then he figured out, hey, if I do celebrities, I get more views. That's a fact. So what I'm saying is this. One person getting snubbed turned out to be another per person's blessing. <laughs> and I realized that with the slick situation, he was never a friend to begin with. He was just a, a guy you went out and had some drinks with. Last I heard, he had a DUI and he had to move up north to live with his parents. But he wasn't on the same wavelength. When you talk to him, it was always the same. He was a bum. And I don't say that with malice. I'm just being honest. I don't say that with any malice. You know what I'm saying? But this dude would, would sleep until noon every day. And I'm just like, bro, you really need to dial in. Because a person who sleeps until noon every day is not productive. You know? But the point I'm trying to make is this with the story. You 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 gotta let go of people that, that are not on your on your, on your same level, that are not trying to see you level up or in the same wavelength as you. You know what I mean? You you gotta um you gotta let people like that go. Because people like that, they're just gonna hold you back. Like now, bro, I'm so focused on my purpose that, I mean, real talk during COVID, like right now, I only, the people I only talk to consistently are maybe a couple YouTubers that I'm really cool with. And then my cousin, two of my cousins, and then maybe a buddy. But really, I don't talk to a lot of people. Like I've hung out with a lot of people. I've done different things. Don't get me wrong. But really, a lot of people, they they don't understand what I'm trying to do. And and at this point, I'm not trying to explain myself to niggas. I'm like, like, I'm not trying to, you know, at this point, I realized, bro, I can't explain myself to people and get people's validation. I was trying to do that when I was, you know, trying to be credible in the photography business. And I would talk to these photographers, models, and they, they were just like, yeah, 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 you know. But, you know, it's ironic because the same photographers and models now are asked out. They're still posting the same pictures from a year and a half ago. And guess what? With me doing the podcast and YouTube, the shit didn't stop. I actually made more money off of YouTube than I ever did. And I just started this podcast. That's a fact. Now, some photographers are still out there doing their thing. The really good ones. But a lot of them ain't. And I realized that, yo, I'm on a different level. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck would I care about somebody in my fucking little small hick town not fucking with me when in L.A. and Miami, I got known celebrities that fuck with me? That's, that's crazy. Now, I know some people might say, well, those celebrities aren't really your friends. But I, I'll say this. Those celebrities have shown me way more love than a lot of motherfuckers here. That's a fact. 
So what I'm saying is this, and, and I know I'm all over the place, but fuck all those people that snub you and fuck all those people that are watching to see you make it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, <coughs> you'll always have motherfuckers that just watch kind of on social media to see how you make it. And you just got to live your best life, dog. You just got to live your best life, but don't do it for them, their validation. Do it for yourself. At the end of the day, you, you shouldn't have to explain your goals and purposes to people who don't even give a fuck about you. You got to worry about you. It's okay to be selfish. No, I don't know it's not a good thing to say, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, if you ain't riding with me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then, then fuck you. Like, here's the thing. Because you got to understand, in life, our time is finite. We don't have a lot of time. So if you're going to be friends with people, what is the point of being friends with somebody that doesn't even fuck with you or your dreams, that that doesn't want to encourage you? Like, bro, I'm too old now to just be lollygagging with people. That's why I surround myself with people that motivate me, that inspire me. I'm not just going to hang out with some bums just so I could go to the club or some bum ass niggas that, that, you know, like that one nigga I used to have to drive back in 2014, right? I used to always have to drive his ass because he couldn't even get a car to the club. This was back in 2014. I would have to pick him up and then we would drive to the spot because he was a cheap bastard. Like, I don't have time for stuff like that. I don't have time to be friends with somebody who's only cool with us going out to drink on the weekends. But we're not talking about business. We're not talking about fitness. We're not talking about self-improvement. You feel me? And I've had people like that in my life. Like, like I call them party buddies. Know what I mean? I mean, some party buddies, there was one guy we used to go jogging. But the reality is, is, is like, I'm so focused. Like, and with the people's that I met even in 2020, a lot of doors have been opened. And there are a lot of cool people that I've been fortunate to, to, to meet. And I think that a lot of people have to understand that at the end of the day, it's okay to be selfish. You know? And sometimes you, you got to understand that when you're in a different plane, especially when you're on, a, on your purpose where it's not considered cool or popular, you're trying to be, for example, you're trying to be spiritual. You're trying to pray. And I know that I've been cursing throughout this whole show, but I got to keep it real. Or you're trying to, you know, you're trying to do something that's, no, you know, that's different from what people in society are trying to do. People are not going to fuck with you because everybody wants you to kind of play along and fit in and play a role. So when you are a type of person where what you're trying to do is elevate yourself in a different way, and stand out, and you might not even want to stand out, you just, but you're trying to do something different, then, then all of a sudden now you're ruffling feathers. You know what I mean? And people got to understand that if you feel alone, you feel lonely, you got to be comfortable with, with that. Because on this journey sometimes, that's what it takes. It, it, look, look, ain't no cap, bro. If you watch my Instagram, there's many nights that I'm up till 3 a.m. just grinding. And I see people out on Snapchat or Instagram, they're partying. And I wish I could do that. I really do. But honestly, if I was doing that bullshit every night, like some people, 
I wouldn't get shit done. <laughs> I wouldn't get shit done at all. You know what I mean? I wouldn't get shit done. Because for me to be able to get to the next level of where I got to go, I got to be dedicated sometimes to be up until 3 a.m. grinding. I got to be dedicated. Bro, I'm in the middle of a freaking uh, doing a course right now, a cryptocurrency course. I'm about to write an ebook. Like, I don't have time for certain things. And it's not because, yo, I'm shy or I don't know how to make friends. It's the reality is that as you get older, your priorities change. And there's certain things that you have to do that, you know, if you want to get to that next level, there's certain sacrifices you're going to have to make, delayed gratification. Look, I can hold myself up for six months, write that ebook, do that course, and then six months later, push that stuff out, and then, yeah, I can go have fun then. That's cool. But, but you're going to have to sometimes, you're going to have to really zone in and dial in. And if you're dealing with people that they're not going to help you do that, they're not going to motivate you, so be it. But there's nothing wrong with not having any friends. I think you have to come to a place where you can accept it and where you're comfortable with it. Because sometimes being alone, you have to be comfortable with it. Because that, that's the time it allows room for growth. If it wasn't for this COVID situation, there's no way I would be writing an ebook right now or doing a cryptocurrency course. No fucking way. No way. No way. But you know what? Being alone, it, it, it's the thing, as I've said before, where you have to become comfortable doing the uncomfortable. And at the end of the day, the most important part is that you have to validate yourself as an individual. Like, yeah, we all want other people's validation and we want we want the, the companionship and we want people in our lives because it boosts our ego. It's healthy. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. And for me personally, I'd rather be by myself than, than be with a bunch of fake people that don't even fuck with me like that. I've been there many times. Maybe you've been, you've been at a house party or you've been at a, a club and you get, get drinking and you're with a bunch of motherfuckers that don't really fuck with you like that and you feel even lonelier than you would if you were sober and at home by yourself. That's real talk. Imagine this. You got people out here who have 3,000 friends on their Facebook and if shit gets real... <laughs> they would probably only be able to call one or two. A lot of people really aren't your friends. They're just out here for that. And so for me, when, when I'm stacking and racking, <laughs> once, once I become a millionaire, and I'm manifesting it, so make no mistake, once I become a millionaire, all of a sudden all these fake-ass niggas want to come out the woodworks, I don't want to hear shit. I already know what time it is. I'm gonna t- I'm, and I'm going to call them out too. I'm going to be like, nigga, I ain't talking you, to you in five years. What's up? <laughs> What's up now? You know? But it's not for validations. At the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. You got to do what's best for you, man. Because at the end of the day, people will always disappoint you. And I'm not saying, and this is not to say that you shouldn't have friends. Let me be clear, because I know a motherfucker's going to listen to it. Like, yeah, he said we can't have friends. Sounds like a loser. No, I, I think that it's healthy to have friendships. But I'm saying that 
it, there, there has to be a purpose. Like in your 20s, yeah, you can have those friendships where y'all bullshitting and this and that. But once you get past a certain age, past 26, 25, 27, and, and you really want to propel your legacy forward in life, you got to realize you don't have a lot of time, bro. You ain't got a lot of time because you got to understand that if you're dealing with people that they're not supporting you, they're not riding with you, then what, what are they there for? Because a lot of those, those quote-unquote friends, they're just there to party with you or do shit with, with you. You know what I mean? I'm good. Because at the end of the day, I look at it like this. I'm in a situation where sometimes if you don't have friends and you're in your purpose, that's when you get shit done. So when people wonder, yo, how are you able to have a big YouTube channel or YouTube channel? Well, you know, that that is, you know, medium size, I guess. It's through hard fucking work and a lot of time dedicated to that work, dedicated to that craft. And if I was just out there bullshitting, I wouldn't I wouldn't have time to do that. So you really have to be selfish sometimes and do something that's going to propel you forward. See, we, we associate selfishness with, you know, as being a bad thing. But sometimes it's a good thing. Because if, if that selfishness is helping you to grow and become a better person, become more productive in a positive way, then how is it bad? True friends are hard to find. And, and me, real talk, and at this stage of my life, my best friend is probably God. <laughs> That's real talk. That's real talk. And maybe my parents too. <laughs> anyway, guys, let me know what y'all think. And I'm out. Peace.